Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. Now, I said this was going to be a very special episode because we need to talk about Selling the OC. Now, this is an offshoot of Selling Sunset on Netflix. There's a full cast of characters, a full office of realtors. There's a little crossover, like the two men who run the Oppenheim group, they cross over to Selling the OC, and then everyone else is new. Uh, I do want to introduce my special guest who's going to help me break down, break through this series of Selling the OC, Megan Gailey. Megan is a podcaster herself. Megan, how are you today? I'm so thrilled to be here. Uh, when you DM'd me, I said, I'm clearing my schedule. There's a woman here watching my child. Like I was like, we've got to do this. We've got to. <laughs> well, you make me laugh so much. You're a comedian, too, I should also mention. But you make me laugh. And I've been wanting to have you on the show. And I felt like this was perfect because I saw that you had tweeted about watching mm-hmm. Selling the OC. And I just had too many thoughts to get out. And so, first of all, what do you think of this series as a whole? So I kind of forgot that it was happening and Netflix was like, hello, bitch, we know you're going to like this, you know, when they're like, watch, watch, watch. And sometimes they do that. There's like documentaries they want me to watch right now. It's like, I'm not going to get into that. But this, I go, yes, I actually did want to see this. And I started it and I was immediately hooked. Like, I don't even, I watched it in two days. Um, As I told you, I just moved. I have an infant. There's things I could have been doing. And I said, I got to check in with the 7,000 Alexes. And it really was fun, weird. Uh, It has a totally different vibe of selling Sunset. And you can tell all these people truly just met. And so the dynamics of fame and popularity, and I think trying to be the the standout, do sort of are, are like just below the surface, but they can't obviously say it. But I think that's why they're so willing to throw out like, you're a bully. No, you're a bully. And like, they're just all calling each other bullies because they want to, it hasn't been decided who's Chrishell and who's Uh Christine uh yet. uh And so they all want to be Chrishell. And it's like, they're not all going to be Chrishell. You're not all going to be Chrishell. Alex Hall went in thinking she was Chrishell. And it's so fascinating. You mentioned that thing about all of them being cast because I do feel like they're, with the original Selling Sunset, there's at least some level of these people worked in the office, some of them before the show started, right? Like, mm-hmm. I believe Mary worked in the Oppenheim group on Sunset. Okay, Chriselle mm-hmm. entered for the show, but Mary was there. Maybe a couple others were there. I think Davina was probably on the outskirts of the Oppenheim <laughs> yeah. group for the past 25 <laughs> years. Like, she's <laughs> she's been around... But then this show, it's like all models. And then I saw this article that was like when they got their realtor's license. And most of them are new. Like a lot of them yeah. just, I feel like Selling Sunset came out. Netflix was like, this is a hit. Let's get some pretty people to get their realtor's license so that they have it for a year or two before we start this offshoot show. Right. And so people like Austin and some of the others don't 
feel like they've been doing this for any length of time at all. They're just very pretty. And they were put right. into this office, which to me, the office feels way more like a set than Selling Sunset's office because the yeah. Selling Sunset one's like so much smaller. Mm-hmm. And I think the Selling the OC set office, whatever you want to call it, is much more glamorous. I, I thought that until I saw the cockroaches and then oh, it was like every multiple, episode. <laughs> multiple. <laughs> well, funny. and I, I it, also, when they come into work and I, they do this on Selling Sunset too, they have like a teeny bag and it's like, what, none, <laughs> wait, none of you work out? Like none of you have a lunch? The one girl had never had Oreos. It's like, I know you're having to bring snacks in because this, you're a weird eater. The one of the funniest moments was when Kayla was like, "I'm still bartending," and they were like, "What?" (laughs) Like it's like, yeah, she's never sold a house. None of these people. Right, she was just cast on the show, and she doesn't know how it's going to go. She probably even know what she's signing up for, and so she's got to keep the bartending gig or her job at Teach at Fridays, wherever she's at. Yeah, she's like, listen, I had Redfin open and big boobs, and they said, "Get on down here. You're on the cast." (laughs) She showed up in her flair from TGI Fridays, and she's ready to work. Sells some houses. Her vest. <laughs> I have so many thoughts on Kayla. Let's just dive right into Kayla, actually. Okay. So the whole storyline throughout the season is like Kayla flirted with this Tyler guy. Now, Tyler is married to Brittany Snow, of course, from American Dreams and yes. Pitch Perfect. And she's in all these. She's been on Everything Iconic before. And Oh, so she, she has? She has. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. But I don't actually know if the interview aired or if it just aired <laughs> on like the pay- I remember there being like a lot of technical difficulties because it was a phoner or something. And so oh, okay, there- yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't remember if it aired, but I did talk to her once is the point. And if I would have known that her husband was going to be on selling VOC, then I would have asked a totally different set of questions. Yeah. However, she's sort of like the Justin Hartley of, of this course. course. And like, it feels like they're exactly the same level of fame to me too. Like, right. it's like perfect. I'm like, oh, that seems like inadvertent, but also a dream come true because she's almost like the wizard. Like we never see her, but she is looming over the office with her, can I say B minus fame? And I'm <laughs> thrilled for her to be there with it. Right. I'm shocked that she won't show up. But then also I was reading that like maybe they're already on the outs because they haven't posted together in years or something like that. I do not follow... I do not follow either one of them on Instagram, but I did hear from multiple people that said on uh, Brittany's Instagram account or one of her social medias. And by the way, this is not factual. I'm just presenting the information as people have sent it in the DM. So who knows if this is true? To me, that's facts. Get it yeah, out here. Right. Press release, so, ready to go. Right. So apparently she hasn't posted with him in you know forever, a long, long time. So people are already considering that they might be on the outs. And she should fucking leave him because I yeah. was sort of sick of how everyone was blaming Kayla, which I'm not saying what Kayla did was all that great. But uh, Tyler maybe should be drawing the line here. And I mean, we could get into the nitty gritty of like the nose bite. (laughs) Uh, Well, and Tyler, even if you take all of the women in the office trying to have sex with him out of it, at one point he ranks surfing above his wife. And it's like, dog, you know, this is going to be on TV. You know, like just lie and say, like my husband loves basketball. If he said in a podcast, no one listens to that basketball ranks above me. It's probably a wrap, even though I know that's factual. Please don't put that out into the world. Right, right. Just keep your mouth shut or just don't say you don't have to rank anything. Just say, oh, I don't I don't know. I don't answer that. I'm not going to answer that question or something. Like, Just move on completely. I don't even think they've been married that long. Because I I think he said last year. 
I don't know. And there's obviously, I think if they had a good marriage, she would have showed up once. They don't live in the same place. You know, like, it's like hours. I think my mom's like, oh, isn't Orange County right down the road? And I'm like, no, it's a a whole other world away, it feels like. a world away. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, does she? I wonder if they live in the same house. I think he probably wanted to be on the show. Well, and what's interesting about him and Gio is they come from real estate families. And so Tyler, yes, Tyler has his first listing without his dad. And and Gio's mom is there. And I, Gio's mom, I'm like, get her on Orange County. Right, I love her. Um, She must know Vicky. They're working women. And her face is exactly what I think my face will look like someday. <laughs> and I, I did hear it compared maybe to like a soft mama Elsa. And <laughs> I, I just love her whole vibe that I'm like, can we get, can we dig into those family dynamics a little sure. bit more? When she was sitting across from Rose and Jarvis, mm. who all of the fashions are very, I, they must have a fashion budget. That was actually the biggest question or takeaway that I had from the series was like, I know on the housewives, they get sometimes like a stipend or Vanderpump oh. rules. I think they get like a, a very small stipend it for like styling. Very, very small. <laughs> but they also have relationships, I think, with different companies. Mm-hmm. So they could borrow mm-hmm. clothes or something like that. But this, I feel like either Netflix has to provide a much larger budget because these women are wearing like very high end stuff, or maybe it's just rented for the episodes. But I think the stipend must be bigger, even if it is rented clothing, because every outfit is immaculately, we very rarely see them in just like trash pajamas, you know, like, I don't, yeah, we don't even, I I do think if there's a Christine fashion wise of the show, for me, it's probably Jarvis, Mm -hmm. just because she seems and I'm not saying it's necessarily good or bad it's just (laughs) never matches what's going on and and we do see her like pushing those really heavy sliding doors in like five inch probably louboutins but yes you bring up an interesting point she has this fiance who we also never meet and i'm like is he rich what's his like we know so much about christian the tech man and we know they didn't even give us a chiron of jarvis's fiance's name and her ring is huge so wait, didn't he show up at the? Did he show yes. up at the card playing thing? Well, he the... was at the casino night because Penny was like, okay, "I'm yeah. so, she's okay. such a bitch. Sorry, I, I may have to marry her." Or oh my whatever, god, I hate know. Polly. I hate Polly. Polly, I call her Penny. I hate <laughs> Penny Polly. I fucking hate her. She's I do not like her. But um, wait, wait, I want to get back to Gio's mom really briefly because when she, when Jarvis and Rose were sitting across from her, she was wearing those like monster slipper shoes uh, that were like designer or something. It was, I felt like no one in the scene knew how to play the scene because I don't think that Rose and Jarvis liked those shoes, but they also were like wanting to kind of kiss ass a little bit to Gio's mom. And so they were saying like the words coming out of their mouth was like, Oh, you have, you got those shoes. I want to, I want you to take me shopping and all this stuff. But that, that's not really what they were saying. It was like behind that they were really saying, I fucking hate those shoes, but like I, (laughs) we have to have this weird dynamic. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, there is like a clunkiness to it because the Selling Sunset gals, like they're in LA. And so it's like, you know, even if you're in LA and you're not part of the biz, I think a little bit of knowing how to be in front of the camera and the desire to be on camera is there. These gals, I mean, Rose and Jarvis, it's like, 
the Boppy twins. Like, yeah. And so what do you think? What do you think? It truly, like, Rose is a bizarre person. Oh, my God. And I think I heard a rumor that Rose was maybe not supposed to be in the show or... Okay, see, I'm just, I'm, I'm <laughs> spitting out facts that I don't know, but I think that, like, Alex Hall was in an interview saying that, like, Rose wasn't supposed to be. So every time that Alex is like, what is she doing here? She's really saying, like, <gasps> I didn't know you were on the show, but you keep showing up. Yeah. And I you think weren't there, on the call sheet. You weren't on the call sheet. And I think there is maybe some truth to that because, yeah. especially the whole first half of the season, I felt particularly with Rose she was a little bit rustier than the rest in terms of the clothing and like where she was in the scene. Like sometimes because I was bizarre. She's like sort of sometimes just like on the outskirts or in that beach scene when she showed up. It's like she just <laughs> sort of ponytail? shows up. She yeah. she shows up in the ponytail and it's like, I don't think she was supposed to be here. And she's in sort of the background. And I know that happens in some of the Bravo shows where like a scrappy person gets in front of a, gets a mic or uh-huh. like, they do something and earns crazy. earns a diamond, earns a peach somehow. Right. right. Or a one episode kind of like special guest star <laughs> where it's like Ray from the Real Houses in New York just shows up and somehow he got his, his <laughs> right, three lines right. on camera. When they, when she shows up to that beach party, I thought they had cut to a random woman in the background that was like, and look, there's Riff Raff and OC too. Like, I <laughs> thought they were trying to get like B-roll. And then on the yacht, she has truly the ugliest pants that I've ever Wait, seen. Megan, what was those pants? What was, was the, what was that? What the fuck was well, that? Well, that's why I'm like, maybe there was a chance she did like Geo's mom's shoes because the pants oh. Oh. were... I like mm-hmm. I want I want Sutton to do a talking head about those pants. Like yeah. they were they were tattered. They look like the wildlings from Game of Thrones. Like it was if you were it, it was Mad Max. It was like woman in has been in the jungle and then the desert. It, they right. were fully insane and I'm so glad that someone was like, "Well, your pants are ugly." <laughs> and yeah. And you I, I felt like they were the kind of pants you they could either be like very high end high designer fashion, yeah. or they could be spirit Halloween. Like it could be either yeah. or it, there's yeah. no in between with them. Um but I do want to stick up for Rose and Jarvis for a second. And Rose and Jarvis, I have to say, for people who maybe are new to the show, they are Alexandras and there's three Alexandras on the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they have to call them by their last names simply because of the fact that there are too many Alexes. Yeah. Um, but when you start the show, and I feel like everyone who watches it goes through this journey of like, oh, they're the villains. They're the Christines. These two women, Rose and Jarvis, are the Christines of the show. Alex Hall is the Chriselle. And then Netflix and the producers, they do something so brilliant, which is they flip it all on its head. And then mm-hmm. suddenly... Three episodes in, or however many episodes, you find out Alex Hall is the real villain. Yep. And Rose and Jarvis are just there. Yes, just like honestly trying to string sentences together. You know, like that's, I never bought them as the villain because I'm like, there's no way this girl with this mismatched ponytail who I thought was just in the background, she can't even, when they were like, because um, the, the rumor on Rose is that she sleeps with developers to get the listings. And I'm like, I don't even know if she could find a developer to sleep with her. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even buy that. And Jarvis is, gives that, sits in the front row, raises her hand. She's almost like a Patty Simcox. That is like, that's not a villain vibe either. And Alex Hall is so 
cool girl. Like I'm in these jeans that are perfectly ripped. My boobs are like, whew, and there's I'm, so take- much cleavage, Megan, in this whole fucking show. Wow. I mean, the amount of boob work that's happening—it's overwhelming to my. I'm a gay man, and still, I was like, what is happening with all of these titties? I I mean, and I'm sometimes watching it while breastfeeding, and I'm like, my son is in fucking cloud nine right now. He's got titties on the screen. He's got titties in his face. Like, selling the OC is my son's favorite show because he sees it and he's like, food. You know, he is, he can't speak. I don't want you to think I'm one of those crazies. But yeah, no, Alex Hall and every, she she really gives me the vibe of a villain that would be on The Bachelor, Mm -hmm. where it's like, Mm -hmm. she's very hot. She's a single mom. I need to know about the ex-husband. And she's going to find love like oh my god that man that she was on the date with is so i i was taken aback by how truly weird and frightening i was i thought he was a odd an odd duck and then i'm like okay so her type is so weird and she really turns on kayla because kayla basically asked to have sex with Tyler, which I think is kind of polite. And, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, the, the, the real root is that Alex Hall doesn't want to have sex with Tyler. She wants to ruin Tyler's marriage mm-hmm. and then take him as her own husband. A hundred percent. And we're all just ignoring the fact of the nose bite, which I feel like is way more intimate. And the fact that they were just sort of like sitting on him at the beach and like, I didn't, faces. I didn't think the Polly like taking her clothes off was like a huge thing because I felt like it was a dare. They were it drinking. To me, that was not really a big deal. But I do think like the sitting on his lap and everything, like if that was my boyfriend and I saw him with like <gasps> single, single men or single whatever, I would be like, what the fuck are Lip you doing? It. Like I would, what are you doing? It's unacceptable. But wait, was- I, I do want to ask, I want to go back to something you said. You, you mentioned that the dating situation. And I want to know what percentage of these women do you think auditioned for The Bachelor in the past? I don't know. Someone like Alex Hall, I could see her definitely, but I just think- Sending in a tape. I think if she wanted to be on The Bachelor, she would be. You know, Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. she has the backstory and she seems like she has the gowns for it. And she seems like a perfect villain of, of like, no, she, like she plays games um, and she fights in a way that's very mean. Like right. her and Gio end up getting into that fight and she is so mean and kind of unhinged and not really making any sense and goes below the belt that I'm like, if she wanted to be on The Bachelor, they would roll out the red carpet for her. I wonder if the producers told her that she was going to be the star of the show because she just has this air about her as if she went into the filming thinking I'm the center and all these other people are sort of around me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gio, you mentioned, I do think he also at first was presented to us as a villainous character. Uh huh. And then I like him. (laughs) And I liked him by then. And I always loved that name, Gio. I always wanted to name my kid Gio. And now I feel like I can't because now I'll only be thinking of this man, Gio. I'm going to have to forget about it. You absolutely can. can. Yeah, because my son's name is Conrad. And people are like, oh, because of Conrad Hilton. And it's like, that would be insane. (laughs) Like, if I named him that because of Conrad Hilton. So wait, so Megan, you're telling me that if I name my kid Gio, that people wouldn't say, you mean like Gio from Selling the O.C.? I think there's a chance they would, and you'd go, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about his mom's shoes. Yeah. You know, it's like make your child a conversation right. starter. Okay. Well, at least I'm here on the record saying that I wanted it before this claim show it. started. I'm claiming yes. it now. Uh, but yeah, he was. I liked him a lot by the end of it, and, and he seems his, like a reasonably good realtor. 
no, when you see, even when him and Alex Hall were having that altercation, I was like, he's actually being very level-headed. She did fully snub his wife, who seems very cute and sweet, who like the whole thing is she goes to hug Alex Hall, who I'm sure they had met, probably had dinner. It seems like they had some sort of relationship and then it's lights up. We're filming and Alex Hall has no time for anybody, which would probably be me. Like, I'd be like, I don't remember Gio's wife. Get Who's out that? of here. You Get know? the fuck out. You're not yeah. mic'd up. No, it's like, of course. It's like, uh, listen, you're a blonde at a party in the OC. Bitch, I don't know you from anybody else. But we see the girl go, huh? Oh. And I, I remember being like, that was weird. I wonder why they left it in. And then it was like, oh, because it's going to be, you snubbed my wife, which she did. And he's like, listen, it's not even that big of a deal. I just want you to kind of like say sorry and not snub my wife again. And she's basically like, I'm going to drown you in the ocean, burn in hell, bitch. Right. And you're like, and she keeps oh, saying, wow. like, I want to sit down with your wife. Or I want to, she's basically saying, I want to do a scene with your wife. I want to yell at your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to yell at your wife on camera. And he's like, well, I don't really want to get her involved. You know, like, he's like, I just want to let you know. And she wants she, to do she, a full on scene. Yeah. And she didn't even want him to say anything. She just was, he, and he was, per, he was like, listen, if you are mean to my wife, even if she doesn't want you to say anything, it, uh, it hurts my feelings and we work together. So I just, I'm saying it to you as Geo, not as, and I feel so bad that we're like, you know, blondie, but I also thought Geo was like a young, hungry realtor. And then we saw his house and I was like, oh, I think Geo may be doing the best of any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he's fine without the show. Although yes. I do think there's some sort of money involved from the mom or the, from the parents. From the, I mean, there's like some sort of family money there, which I don't know exactly what, but uh, I want to bring up one of the other guys that we haven't talked about yet. And that is the man that I'm most in love with, which is Austin to okay, me. Like yes. when I first saw him mm-hmm. and I know everyone was like dropping their panties over Tyler, but like I, Tyler didn't do anything for me. Not only mm-hmm. the fact that I, I, he just seems like he's nothing. He's, he's corny too. And like, I just, uh, I saw Austin. I was like, oh, I would like drop everything with my, with Matt and just, I would run away with Austin. Like, that's how I was feeling towards him. Austin is very, very hot. And I am just, you know, as a straight woman, so happy to be getting eye candy on this show because, you know, I don't know if I speak for everybody. Jason and Brett don't, don't necessarily (laughs) do it. I was watching Selling Sunset with my mom, who is the sweetest, nicest gal. We're both from the Midwest, so we like know the temperament of a Midwestern mom. And every time one of them would come on camera, she would giggle to herself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you cannot laugh at these men. <laughs> like, they just really, and, and I think it's only Jason on the show, but they never. Yeah, it's hard tell to know. Us. I can't tell. I, I, when I started this episode just now, earlier, and when we started talking, I was like, and the two men, because I don't know which one's showing up on Selling Listen, the OC. They stack run them together. on top of each other, get a trench coat. Let's They're little still not one man. Two. <laughs> no, I. They're I, doing like the Muppet Man where they yes. just on each other's shoulders. And I, and I only feel okay making fun of them because they're richer than I'll ever be and their lives seem great. And right, like, they're fine. They, they wouldn't spit in my direction. You know, like they're like, look at her with her, you know, saggy milkers. But, but also- wait, I, I want to stop you too because I actually feel. Uh, by the end of the last season of Selling Sunset, like, I'm not proud of this, but I was even attracted to the two of them at the end. And again, I'm not proud of that, but I, I looked at them, I looked at them twice by the yeah. end of it. Yeah, no, like, I, I sort I, of get it. I think Chriselle softened Jason in our eyes to us. Um, but 
Yeah, and when he see, cried at the reunion. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that was that was beautiful. It really was. <laughs> but um, Austin, <laughs> Austin on the beach that with his family with the with the two twin girls, and he and he's saying all the things of like, I wanna, I wanna do right by my family. I wanna do wonderful things. I I need more of that wife because like mm-hmm. they started to get into a fight, and it seemed to be like you get to party more than I get to party now. And I was like, this is a realistic fight, and I need to go into their house. And I'm so fascinated by the fact that these. Men, even Tyler too. They were talking about how they were partying the night before. A few yeah. of the nights they were out partying, and I was just like, "That's so weird to me that you're out with." And I shouldn't judge, like, or whatever, but with kids and husband or wives and everything, like, you're still staying out that late. Like, it seems bizarre to me. I just wouldn't imagine that. Uh, the wife, though, I do think they moved for this show because okay. Aust- Austin was a model. And okay. so I imagine he was out in LA and they cast him through like Wilhelmina models or something. Uh-huh. And they were like, you got to move to the OC though. And the wife was probably also, you know, she you, had these yeah, kids she was and maybe doing she was something probably, up here and she had to move. Doesn't know anyone in orange County. And, and she's very hot too. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. She like, I, uh, I would love to get their Christmas card and yeah, no, he Austin is sort of in the, in the background sexually i mean and then there's also i think the guy who's bi is so yeah hot. he's hot too i know he didn't really His get name. much of a shake on no, the show i felt like we didn't know anything about him neither does that other really gorgeous girl not brandy there's another girl i think the only oh, yeah, line yeah, yeah. she says is i don't drink and then like she's never in it again and right. and i'm like oh. lauren is her name i'm looking it up right now lauren short i feel like she was barely in it at all and she has hair and makeup and wardrobe on, you know, like they're both on, on the call sheet and they Sean also. Sean is the guy. Sean is Sean. the guy that we were talking about. Yeah. And, and they're all kind of, it ends up being this way. I know it's probably not this way in real life because all these people met. They sort of end up being minions of Alex Hall. Like it, Alex Hall really is able to, she's almost a politician. She is able to turn everyone against Jarvis and Rose, even Kayla and Jarvis mm-hmm. and Rose are trying to stick up for Kayla. And then she starts crying. Tyler's like, you guys are bullies. I think Tyler might be not smart. Well, yeah, he's a big old dummy. We got to take a quick break here. We'll be right back with more of selling the OC recap with Megan Gailey. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp, and we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up, and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. 
Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. But I also don't like the fact that Kayla was flip-flopping so much because I do think Rose and Jarvis were trying to stick up for her. They wanted to have her back and same with Gio, but then... Kayla was just like afraid to go against Alex, Alex Hall. And I do think that Kayla, okay, here's my theory. I think that Kayla saw the show and saw how the audience responded to Alex Hall. So now she's like going to be back season two. I think she'll be with Rose and Jarvis because also she followed me on social media and she was like liking comments where I was like, Alex Hall is the real villain. So she like liked that comment. So I was like, (laughs) Oh, okay. So Kayla probably watched the series and now she's going to flip back to the other side. Which, as we know from watching so much reality TV, things could shift yes. then and Alex Hall could suddenly become the hero next season and then Kayla could be on the wrong side. So I hope she's got her head straight for season two because she can't keep flip-flopping. It's making us not like her that much. No, and you're totally correct. And it's like Alex Hall now probably sees this. Is she going to lean into it or is she going to – like she – maybe lacks self-awareness and and is a little delusional because to think that you're going to come out on top and then so obviously, like very, very obviously be the villain, I really do wonder how she's going to play it. That when eight episodes was not enough for me. No, it was not. No. I needed the aftermath of that yacht fight because it was like that seemed to be the biggest fight and really the culmination and then it was and then it was done. That I wonder if it's gonna be the selling sunset type where it the second season's gonna come like they've already have it in the can. I think they have it in the can. That's my uh, that's my theory, is because it did end so abruptly and I know they usually do a shortened first season. But see if we like it. (laughs) <laughs> see how we're feeling it. But I feel like they were filming it and they were like, oh, this is a good cutting off point. And then I feel like maybe around New Year's or something, you know how the, sometimes they'll like surprise drop yeah. a show or they'll let us know a week in advance and then there'll be eight more episodes. That's what I, I hope happens because I felt like it was too short. They were also shorter episodes than Selling were. Sunset, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, they were like 30 minutes because I would start one and be like oh well that was finished well I guess I gotta go on to the next one like I was I had to watch two in a sitting to make it feel like I was getting the selling sunset and and maybe too it's like you know I like to think of myself as knowing Orange County having like been there twice but watching it for yeah, you 14 years that I would love to see like I, I keep wanting to be like do these people know Heather Dubrow like 
how crossovers. many people have a hundred million dollar houses in this place? Is Heather Dubrow mad her house wasn't on it? Like, does yeah. is Tamra who you know is a realtor be herself? We gotta get these gals in it. We gotta get them in the mix. And you know who else lives in Orange County? Audrina Patridge from the Hills. Like, let's get some of these other crossovers wow. happening. Like, wow. I don't care how we gotta get these people on. In Selling Sunset, remember, like Larsa Pippen showed up, and there were yes. there were some cameos in that. Yeah. So I think I do think we need some sort of thing. What do you think of the houses in Orange County? Because they do look so much different to me than the LA houses. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the styles different. So I find the views to be gorgeous and I find the homes to be disgusting. (laughs) I was like this, like even that house that Jarvis and Rose were selling where it was like, maybe Rose has had sex with this man. Cause she was like, I've partied here. My hair caught on fire in the (laughs) fire pit. I was like, what? And then you still wore that ponytail to the beach. Cause it's like, it did look on fire. Um, they, those blue chairs that they were like, we got to get the, like the styling is so. Ugh. It like, feels like ten years old to me. Yeah. All of all of it. Yeah. Just every room, I'm like, oh, that looks really nice, but then it also feels like it was from 2000. I don't know. They nine. they they feel a lot like resorts. Yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, are we at the Atlantis, like, pre them getting a renovation? Yeah, there's just very strange styling choices made. And I love that. Like, yeah. if they were beautiful, I'd go, well, I guess I got to move down there. But it's like, no, I'll just stay in LA. And right. everything's, everything is, yeah, it's just sort of Be- when very they beachy. Yeah, but then they'll be like, this is Mediterranean. I'm like, oh, is it? That feels, I don't know. And I I was happy to see a retired NBA player. I mean, speaking of Larsa Pippen, did you see that she was out on a date with Michael Jordan's son? Oh my God, the crossover. I know. I hear we're getting Miami Housewives very soon. Like by the end of the year, the new season's coming. My husband broke that news to me. I'm like, yes, Larsa is fully inside. She's engaged. She is so crazy. I'm like, I hope they're filming. Sorry. I know. We need it. I I hear I heard it's good. Some people who have seen, yeah, I hear it's good. Um, okay, so wait, you mentioned the design. And have you seen the show on Netflix? And this is totally off topic, but it's called Dream Home Makeover. Cause I do have just some brief thoughts I want to get on the way because you were talking about design work. Have you seen this show? I think I have because I, I like I have a friend who is the host of Good Bones on HGTV. Okay. And then my husband and I just moved and sitting directly behind me right now was the fifth ugliest house in ugliest houses in America. <sighs> oh my God. Big, is it ugly in person? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hideous. Okay. Hideous. And the people are so nice. So they were like, if you want to see our house, it's on HGTV on Ugliest Homes in America. And so I was like texting them during it. They were like, you got to come over and see it in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I love a good home show and Netflix yeah. has this one called Dream Home Makeover. It's this husband and wife, although I get so pissed because the husband doesn't do anything. He just shows up and like does little bits and they show him surfing, but he's not involved in the design press law, but he is involved in the reveal. So I get so pissed off. He like gets the credit for the reveal with the wife and the wife does all the fucking work. And Did they just, just want a couple? Like they were like, that's going to help sell it. So like, I think like Chip and Joanna, yeah, Chip and yeah, Joanna yeah, yeah. did well. So they were like, course, oh, get your husband in here. We love but he, a duo. He pisses me off so much, Megan. And it's in its third season. And Matt and I just finished binging the most, I think it's the third, the most recent season. But you mentioned design. And I feel like she only does one design. Like it's the Uh same. Well, that's Chip and Joanna. It's it's the same style. Chip and Joanna too. Where you watch one episode and you got the farmhouse sink and the ship lap. You're like, okay, you're doing every house the same. But on this dream home makeover, sometimes they'll be like, they'll ask her to do 
something modern or they'll say traditional or whatever. And it's the same thing every time. And then she'll be like, oh, okay. So we added Mediterranean elements. I'm like, you did not. You did the same fucking thing. Your target collection is in here in every house. Oh yeah. No, it really, it also very much bothers me out here in Los Angeles, how many modern farmhouses there are. Cause it's like, I'm from Indiana. You're from Ohio. They belong there. Like you're not farming out here. <laughs> Dorit's house drives me insane. I know. And I now, hate Dorit's house. Now I'll get on zooms with people, and I can tell just mm-hmm. from a light fixture and the right. side of the house. I'm like, they're in a modern farmhouse. I don't want this job. You know, like right. if this is going to be my boss, then I don't want to work for them. <laughs> right. Right. We moved recently too, and we're we're very anti farmhouse. And I like some traditional elements and stuff, but Matt's way more modern than I am. Uh, but we're taking our slow ass time getting our furniture and everything. Cause I'm like, I want to make sure like we don't have, I don't want a farmhouse. Like I don't want, and it's so easy because you go into these stores and it feels like everything is farmhousey because everyone's been doing the farmhouse. And it's like, it feels like every decoration I look at, I'm like, Oh, I feel like I've seen that on fixer upper or I've seen that on fucking dream home makeover on Netflix where I hate the husband. And, and that's almost like Alex Hall's aesthetic. Yeah. Her house is very that. Yeah. Yes. And it's, I, I just, she's so curated with Mm -hmm. the ponytail and the strands and the, we make pizza in this house. And it's like, you have a six pack and probably the best ass I've ever seen. Like, you are not eating pizza. And then like, come on over. Do you want some tea? It really is. She, I think she wants a home show. She wants her own clothing line. Like she's thinking big, big picture. And I wonder what that's going to do to her psychology that now she is not the Chrishell. Right. Oh, can we talk about Polly for a second? Because yeah. Polly, I almost bugs me more than Alex because uh-huh. As much as I dislike Alex Hall, I do think she's, by the end of the series, more upfront about being a monster. By the end. I don't think she started that way. But Polly, I felt, is more like underground a monster. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. I find Polly to, like, I need to know Polly's backstory. Did she go to boarding school? Like, is she of rich British? Like, where is she from? Um, Did she want to be on Love Island? And that didn't work. Like, I just imagine people Mm -hmm. have so many tapes. They send them out and they go, put me on whatever I get cast on. Okay, I sell real estate now. And Polly is, she's like, I've been cheated on. And so that's her whole sort of, when Arc? she confronted Kayla in the office kitchen, I was getting so, was it the office kitchen or when she pulled Kayla aside? They went into the like, vault. They went the, into the oh, vault. Oh yeah, they went into the vault. I'm like, the uh, seriousness that you're taking this is just yeah. absurd to me. <clears throat> absurd. And and I think that's what Jarvis and Rose were trying to point out of like, listen, if like, Polly, if, if you acted like a nun, you know, if you were Sister Polly over here, not doing anything, <laughs> not then we would- Polly we would understand that this like, but yes, you, you seem like a fun time gal. And I'm not even saying that in judgment. If I had Polly's body, I'd be running around nude everywhere. Like when she stripped down, I go, I'm so happy we got to see this. Like turn around, give me full frontal. Gorgeous. And by the way, get the clothes off of Austin already producers. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Respectfully. Somebody bite his nose. Okay. (laughs) Let's get 
his marriage messed That's up. That's all I kept thinking the whole time. I was like, man, they're really all fighting over Tyler, who's married. And if they're going to fight over a married man, which not saying they should, but no. I would think it should have been Austin because exactly. he's the hottest one to me. And to me, he would give the best sex. Like, as I'm looking at these men, I'm like, there's no way Tyler is good at sex. Like, there's no way. No. I'm not saying I, I don't know that. Any, I don't even know if I out of all of them, though, I think Austin would be the best at it. Maybe Sean, because he's bisexual. So, he's, you know, he's had experience with all sorts of different parts. But, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I would I would take a romp with Sean for sure, and um, I'm hoping even the even the NBA player that Brandy was selling to, I go, I like him, oh, yeah. I liked I liked his yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, his Farrah. friend was funny too. Did his, his friend, friend came on so scene and like funny. had a joke or something, and I was like, man, they he came in ready with a joke and like got it on camera. Good friend. I think for athletes, they're like, can you bring a friend? Because we need, like, the friend was like, I'm going to be skinny dipping. And it's like, it's not even your pool. And you're like, I'm going to be nude in this. Um, but yeah, Polly is truly too fun time gal to then also be like, what you're doing is making me uncomfortable. And it's mm-hmm. like, Pick I just don't, I don't think that, I think honestly, any of the Kayla stuff with Tyler is because the rest of them also want to have sex with Tyler. I think they're taking this moral high ground when actually they're on the lowest ground. Yeah. I also did sort of feel bad for Kayla because yes, yes. I do think she got drunk and did something inappropriate, but also it was like, now she comes out of this first season and it's like, <laughs> everyone thinks she's just this homewrecker. Yeah. And it's like, was presented as... I feel like probably way worse than it was. And she didn't even seem to really remember. And no, again, it's yeah. no excuse, but also I feel like we should have more blame for Ty at Tyler for being well away from his house and drunk. So late at night yes. with a bunch of single women, like what the fuck are you thinking? And, and in that scene when they're all having lunch and it's coming out and Kayla's not there and they're talking about her, he very much is playing up like, yeah, it made me very uncomfortable. I this know. isn't the first time it happened. And then when him and Kayla were having a one-on-one, which they were having alcohol at. And I was like, mm-hmm. you guys shouldn't, this shouldn't be done over drinks. This should be or, yeah, you shouldn't coffee, even have a one-on-one. <laughs> avocado toast. Like, we do not need to be getting Aperol spritz. Or in the office. Yes. Why are we at Malibu Farm? Which I think is the one place they're allowed to film because they were filming there like five different times. And I'm like, oh, I love this. You know, I love, I love knowing the production stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the one-on-one, he's like, you know, and I was also playing into it. Or like, he made it seem like he was kind of a willing participant with a lot of it. And that was not said when they were having the lunch right i think he's just way more sketch than all these women shouldn't be taking the blame it's like let's they're a little to blame wait i'm yeah. looking up notes right now on polly and it says uh she moved to southern california in 2011 and worked as a business manager uh she okay. was she reached out to jason about joining his team when she <laughs> was studying for her license so she was cast in the show yeah right. yeah, okay. yeah yeah um, okay, well, let's talk about... Thrilled to have uh, her. Thrilled to have her. <laughs> we haven't mentioned Brandy at all yet. Okay, I so like Brandy. Brandy's just like... She's stirring the pot a little a little too much for me. I appreciate it, but it was a lot. Yeah, and I, and I also hope she's one of those people that sees the audience reaction and goes, oops, pick the wrong team, and she is going to be against Alex Hall. Because I don't even find Alex Hall... You know, Kayla confines in confides in Alex, Brandy confides in Alex, and I don't find her to be an empathetic shoulder to cry on either. Like, not in any way, oh my god, that scene between Kayla and Polly, too, where Kayla's like, I'm a single mom, I'm, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, and Polly's like, bitch, 
stop complaining. <laughs> like I was like, this is so Polly is the worst. I hate Polly. Even as we're talking about her, I'm like remembering how much I yeah. hate Polly. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But Brandy I, yeah. I, I, is so gorgeous. Um, I love that. She's like, I have a NBA player. I have a retired one. I'm like corner that market mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. athletes. I don't know why an athlete would want to live in orange County. It's like, if you want that vibe, move to Florida where there's not taxes, but Hey, I'm not Polly. I'm not a business manager. So spend all the money you can go through Brandy. I hope her mother is okay. Like that's the oh, thing. Yeah, I was worried about the mom. We're getting yeah. all of these, like I have this going on at home. My wife is mad at me. You snubbed my wife. My mom is in chemo. And I'm like, I need a lot more of that coming on to the show because we don't have the Christine. We don't have the like big, big personality that I'm like sprinkle in a little bit more of these family dynamics. And I'm sure Brittany Snow and Tyler are going to get a divorce. I'm very, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm sad for Brittany Snow. I also wonder if that's part of his allure to these women. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like gotcha. he's tangentially famous because yeah. they know who Brittany Snow is. Although I don't actually think that any of the women could name a Brittany Snow performance or film. Right. I think if you were to mention Pitch Perfect, they'd be like, oh, I saw that. But I don't actually think they know who Brittany Snow is other than they've heard the name. So they think sort of he's famous. Yeah. But I wonder if he is even going to make it to, I wonder how many seasons he'll keep up with the facade that he's with Britney Snow. Like I'm, when will they officially announce it? Will it be at like the finale of season two or yeah. with the Chrishell thing? I feel like they stretch that out a lot. And does he, is he watching it back and going, Oh, Alex Hall is into me. Like, was that obvious? Was that editing? Like, cause they, she even does like the booty. She like humps the sand at one point and they make it seem like she's staring at him. And it's like, she could have just been drunk and horny and humping sand, but they really are feeding us like she wants him. And so that's what we all believe. All of it felt like an amuse-bouche. You mentioned mm-hmm. that it seemed like you want the families involved and stuff. And all of it, I feel like I want to go deeper with everyone. Like I loved it so much. And I left it feeling like I like this better than the other one. Cause I feel like this cast, they were all sort of villains. They liked coming in and they, the selling sense at original ones, sometimes I feel like half that cast doesn't want to play the game at all. Yeah. Like they, and maybe it's because they were more realtors, but I feel like half of the selling sunset cast we could cut and nothing would change. No, like no. I don't know that we need half of those people. Yeah. And, and I think there's like a level of hunger and thirst. And that's what mm-hmm. I like in my reality stars. You yeah. know, it's like be fighting for your job. And, and also, the Christine is like so rich. Like sometimes the level of wealth that the selling sunset gals have, I'm like, I don't really even think you need to be doing like, you definitely don't need to be doing this. And so like, they're, they just don't, they don't, yeah, they don't care. They're not as hungry. And meanwhile, Kayla, if this doesn't work out for her, you're right. She's back behind the bar at TGI Fridays making Long Island iced teas. So she's like, yeah, you better believe I'm going to try and have sex with Britney Smith's husband. Yeah, for camera time. But what are they going to do on Selling Sunset without Christine? Because she's not coming back next season. And like that, they need Christine. Nah, and yeah. they have other people coming in. And I just don't see that show surviving. And I know Chriselle is going to do her best to bring us some storyline. She's got G, she's with G Flip now. And there's a new yeah. romance. But yeah. I don't think that it's going to be enough without a villain. And maybe no. one of the other gals will step up. Maybe Davina will finally uh, go into the role she was born to play and just fully be villain. But I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. They're fucked. Yeah. 
Megan, yeah, they're yeah it, it no, it truly does not interest me. If Christine got her own spinoff, I would watch that though. I'm very fascinated by the weird tech husband. I want to see the baby. Mm-hmm. Like her as a mom is so fascinating mm-hmm. to me, and I would be more interested in watching just her than the Oppenheim group as a whole. You know, she's talked all this shit about production, so I don't mm-hmm. imagine that they would have her in their spinoffs or in another Selling Sunset show. But I do see Christine starting to join other reality shows. And I'm not sure what that is. Maybe like a Celebrity Big Brother, or I think she'll pop up on some of those one season things. And uh, I don't I, I don't know what more we'll get from Christine, but I feel the same way of like, I need her in some capacity. Like, I do want to see her raising her kid. Yeah, she's just too good. She's too good. She's too rich. She's too hot. She's too crazy to not. I I definitely think there's a play being made for her to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There and, should be. And the Encino ladies, oof, they'd be upset because it's like, you know, she's in Beverly Hills. Oh, that would be so good. And she's uh, got fashions. She'd be a great, yeah. she'd be a she'd great, be a great housewife. replacement. Mm, oh, my God. You said it. You said <gasps> it. Oh boy. Or maybe just someone to go up against Erica Jane. Like, yeah. I feel like her going up with Bamboozle or teaming up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think she could be good somewhere in there. Did you, I, do you feel like the Selling Sunset women are a little jealous of the Selling the OC? Because I was watching on social media, and I didn't see a lot, like, any promo. I could have missed some stuff, so forgive me. But I, I didn't see any promo from the Selling Sunset gals, even though this is an offshoot. So I didn't see Chriselle post like, oh, watch the show or anything. And that surprised me. But then I was thinking, oh, they're all probably scared in their boots a little bit because here comes this brand new shiny show where the cast is seemingly way more dynamic. Their Mm -hmm. show lost their villain Mm -hmm. and the shine is off selling sets a little bit. I hadn't thought of that. I think you're probably 100% correct. Because remember, they did sort of a, um, it wasn't full Beverly Hills into Vanderpump Rules, that like thing that they did that one episode. But it oh, was that like, was so good. these are the people that are going to be in the OC office. And I remember the Sunset crew being very kind of rude and dismissive. And I'm sure that was all played on. And I'm off camera. They probably had drinks and shellfish towers and were thrilled. But they're like, good luck. We'll see. Yeah. And and I know the physical structure that Brett and Jason built was some $25 million office down there. So it's like, that's definitely real. And Mary's now the boss up north. And it seems like Jason wants to be down there and, you know, probably find a, what if oh, Alex Hall and Jason, like, it's like, oh, now that we know Jason's open to having sex with cast members, right. it Alex, really, yeah, it blows the lid off because he doesn't want to raise a child, but Alex Hall's kids seem raised that, I would love a romantic entanglement there. And I would love to see one of these selling the OC women join the Oppenheim group on in Los Angeles or, yeah, or maybe, maybe some sort of that up. Okay. further crossover. I'd like to see, I don't know. Yeah. I can't even think. See, that's my problem with selling sunset is like when it comes to the cast, I can remember Chriselle. I sort of remember Mary. Yeah. I remember Christine, but then it's like the other ones sort of run together in my head. Yeah, then then I'm like the girl who married Flipper Flop. Um, right. Th- sure. Yeah. Start- what's her name? She was on this show, and I can't even remember. She's her name. so. She, yeah. They they do. Heather. Heather. Sorry. Heather. Okay. Heather, yeah, yeah. I was like, ugh. Um, and Chelsea was the new woman who didn't. I felt and, and like. Maybe- she- Maybe she could, because her and Christine have a similar vibe, so maybe she could step into the villain role, but I 
I don't know. Emma, I, Emma and her empanadas. It's like, and you know, oh, what does yeah. she got besides Emma the empanadas? And the empanadas. I knew there was someone named Emma. Yeah. Um, I bought. I got those empanadas from QVC, and were they good? Matt really likes them, but they're vegan, and I'm. I hate to say it, but I'm just not a big fan of like vegan meats. Yeah. You know, like uh, Beyond Meat or whatever it is. One of them was really good, though. I think there was like a pizza one or something. Oh yeah, I, I forgot liked. that they're like not yeah. empanada <laughs> flavors. <laughs> They're not. One of them, though. One of oh them, the God, pizza yes. one, I think, was good. Yeah, but, that's a yeah. Totino's pizza roll. It was. Okay. It was exactly a Totino's pizza Thank roll. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, her vegan empanadas. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's gonna. I bet they. I bet they do feel some competition. Maybe they'll try and pull whoever from Sunset down to the OC. It's gonna be. It, it's exciting to see. I watched some of Selling Miami too, or Selling Tampa. See, I don't know. I tried we it. I tried it. Yeah, we were. <laughs> no, I, I think in it. Florida. You also have to be in a place that doesn't really isn't really a real place you know like what is orange county's industry right that mall um that the irvine improv is at and then oh my god when when one of the houses was in irvine i was like i don't know about this but but i like how they had those neighborhoods geo's like oh you're selling a house there and it was like oh yes and i don't i'm like i don't know the difference between laguna newport but i want to yeah the views the views are beautiful I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Megan, any other final thoughts about selling the OC? I mean, I'm so excited. It was just, I think, six or eight episodes. I don't know eight. how many. It was eight episodes. Was eight. eight short episodes, and I need eight to ten more immediately. Yes, and I need them together more. And I I hope Jarvis and Rose are feeling like a little good in their boots right now because they really <laughs> they really did end up coming out on top despite being two very bizarre women. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I loved it. Megan, thank more. you for thank you for coming by on Everything Iconic and 
and talking selling DOC. Tell everyone where they could find you. Tell everyone about your podcast, all that stuff, and all of, yeah. all of your promotion. Um, so I host a podcast about Lifetime movies called I Love a Lifetime Movie. You have been a guest on it. I host it with a very funny comedian, Naomi Ekparrigan, and we watch a different Lifetime movie and recap it every single episode. We get to talk to stars of the movies. We do get to do Christmas films. We had Fran Drescher on, uh, Mario Lopez, because they are they're in the holiday realm, and it's so fun and then i don't know if any if you have any sports listeners i'm a big time sporty spice and i host a podcast called megan fun of sports and we do we cover everything and with the nfl season kicking off we'll be getting into gambling fantasy football all of it so amazing and megan where can people find you on social media i'm at megan gailey on twitter and then at better Megan Gailey on Instagram because there was a Megan Gailey and I needed to show that bitch what was really going on. And she has since gotten married and given up the name. And I said, I don't want it. Yeah. Well, now you're better Megan Gailey. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Everyone can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Get my book. How do I unremember this? Uh, what else? Uh, I think that's all. Go to the Patreon, subscribe to the Everything Iconic Patreon for bonus episode recaps of Sex in the City. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Megan. And watch Selling the OC on Netflix. <laughs>